Hey, it's Rick Kettner here. Let's explore three key insights about level five leadership as described in Good to Great by Jim Collins. Now, level five leadership is based on leadership traits that were identified during a five-year study of publicly traded companies. The goal of the study was to determine what causes businesses to transition from good results to great results, hence the title of the book. Now, level five leadership was critical because all of the good to great companies began their transformation under the guidance of a level five leader. And if you're interested in learning more about good to great, then I recommend that you subscribe to the channel and check out my full summary of the book. I'll link that up for you down in the episode description box. But for now, let's focus on level five leadership, beginning with insight number one, the five levels of leadership. Well, leaders do not need to move in sequence through levels one through five, Jim Collins explains in the book that fully developed leaders embody all five layers of the pyramid. So let's quickly cover all five. Level one, highly capable individual, makes productive contributions through talent, knowledge, skills, and good work habits. Level two, Contributing team member, contributes individual capabilities to the achievement of group objectives and works effectively with others. Level three, competent manager, organizes people and resources towards the effective and efficient pursuit of predetermined objectives. Level four, effective leader, catalyzes commitment to and vigorous pursuit of a clear and compelling vision stimulating higher performance standards. And finally, level five, level five executive, builds enduring greatness through a paradoxical blend of personal humility and professional will. Now, the key difference between level four and level five leaders is in how they channel their talents and ambition. Level four leaders tend to operate in a very egotistical and self-serving manner. So they can contribute to business success, but they're primarily driven by making themselves look good. Whereas level five leaders tend to operate in a spirit of service. They channel their own ego needs away from themselves and towards building a truly great business. So with that in mind, let's continue on to insight number two, personal humility, and professional will. Level five leaders are often described as being quiet, humble, modest, and in some cases, even shy. And yet at the same time, they're known for being incredibly driven when it comes to business. So they're a unique blend of personal humility and professional will. Now, when it comes to personal humility, this would include things like acting with quiet, calm determination, shunning opportunities for public recognition, praise, or accolades, in good times, giving credit to other people, 
industry trends, or just good luck, and in tough times, taking personal responsibility when things turn out poorly. When it comes to professional will, this would include things like being fanatically driven to produce excellent results for the company, building the organization up for success in the next generation, and doing what must be done to produce the best long-term results. Now, it's not that level five leaders have no ego or self-interest. Again, they are incredibly ambitious when it comes to business. The difference here is that that ambition is targeted first and foremost towards the company rather than themselves. So they're very eager to build a truly exceptional business. Let's continue on to insight number three, level five leaders versus comparison leaders. In good to great, level five leaders were often compared to leaders from comparison companies. These are companies that were unable to make a good to great transition, even though they were in the same industry as a company that was able to make a good to great transition. So let's take a look at some of these comparisons just to get a better understanding of how level five leaders are different. First up, how they deal with success or failure. When things go well, level five leaders credit factors outside of themselves, either other people in the organization or perhaps industry trends that are on an upward trajectory, or if they can't point to anything specific, then they would simply credit good luck. Now, when things turn out poorly or didn't go as planned, they would take full responsibility for those outcomes. They wouldn't pass blame. They wouldn't attribute it to bad luck. They would take full responsibility. Now, the comparison leaders were the exact opposite. When anything positive occurred under their leadership, they would take full credit. And when anything negative would occur, they would blame others or point to external factors that somehow contributed. Next up, let's look at how they set organizations up for success. Level five leaders aim to build an organization that is going to thrive with or without them. They aim to build a company that will be successful whether under their own leadership or under the leadership of their successor. So it's all about building a truly great organization that will thrive for years to come even well after they're no longer a part of the organization. Whereas comparison leaders, again, did the exact opposite. They seem to act with the belief that if the organization were to tank immediately after they left, that that would somehow be validation of their own skills and their own expertise while they were leading the company. Because if the company immediately collapses after they leave, well, somehow that's going to indicate that the business was better off when they were leading. And even though it's impossible to know for sure whether or not they truly believed this, they acted in a way that was consistent with this belief. They focused on short-term results during their leadership, and they didn't focus on setting the business up for success after they were gone. Now, finally, let's answer the question, where do great leaders come from? 
Well, 10 of 11 good to great CEOs were promoted from within their organization as opposed to being recruited from outside of the organization. And in contrast, the comparison companies were six times more likely to recruit outside talent. And of course, these are companies that were unable to make the good to great transition. So this would seem to suggest that it's easier to both find and promote level five leaders by looking within an organization rather than trying to recruit outside talent. But anyway, that's a quick look at the fundamental ideas behind level five leadership as described in Good to Great by Jim Collins. Keep in mind, this is only the first of six powerful concepts that are covered in the book. So if you're interested in learning more, check out my full summary of the book. I'll link that up for you down in the episode description box. And if you're interested in other business-related books on topics like leadership, management, business strategy, digital marketing, or even entrepreneurship, I do have dedicated reading lists that cover my favorite books on those subjects and several others. And again, I'll link those up for you as well in the episode description box. But that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comment section below. And be sure to subscribe and visit rickkettner.com if you're interested in other great business books. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to connecting with you again in a future episode.